Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. And yes, E3, it has been busy. It is a busy few days for me coming up, yes, but it actually it just hasn't stopped. It's been a busy, like, week and a half, right? Because i got to cover all the E3 free-to-play stuff with Jason and Q over on MMO Bomb. Then we did Gaming Gumbo last Saturday, talking about day one of E3 and the Summer Game Fest kickoff. We've been covering it all week on MMO Bomb so far. We got this show where we're going to talk E3. Tomorrow, no stream on Ready Check Radio. Uh, We'll be hosting Mr. Happy as I'll be over there for State of the Realm talking about E3 with Sly and Mr. Happy. And then Saturday, right back here talking about E3. Uh, on uh, Gaming Gumbo. That's not to mention that on MMO Bomb tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, live, twitch.tv slash MMO Bomb, you can see us talk about E3 there as well. Lots to do. It's been a busy two weeks on the gaming front. A busy two weeks. And yes, that does mean today on this show, we will talk about Square Enix and their E3 broadcast. We're going to start with a little Final Fantasy stuff first, and then we'll get to that. The host joining me to do all of that, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Uh, it, it's, it's been an okay weekend? Okay. Okay for me. It was just but, okay. Um, it was just okay. You do I, not look I, like something... a pumpkin. Your light looks good. Thank you. Your light looks Thank good. you. I got new bulbs. Uh, something that, that I feel after this weekend, though, that I, I need to bring up, though, I feel like chaos is working to make things more chaotic for everyone. All right, that's the your spread one. spread of this chaos that's, will allow chaos that's your one. to control that's your... everything, which that's... is an oxymoron as chaos can't be controlled. Clearly, we need to band together as gamers to kill chaos. I'm done. Boop. Boop. Also on the line, ready to talk about Final Fantasy XIV and uh, Square Enix at E3. Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? Do we have to talk about I swear about to God, if you fucking say chaos, I'm quitting this show. I don't... The, the, he... I already Tark turned his camera trailer off. trailer have said it enough, dude. I yep. don't need to say it anymore. Yeah, I, I turned his camera off. He's done. He's out of here. <laughs> He's out of here. Uh, when we come back to him, we'll see if, uh, if I give him a camera back on his solo frame or not. Right now, it's black. It's just a black screen. <laughs> We'll get to that, I'm sure. I'm sure we all have opinions. Congratulations, by the way, to Adam Lane. Finally, has secured himself a PlayStation 5. Yeah! Did you have a chance to play uh, Origin demo? Uh, so my roommate has one, and I watched him play and played a little bit. But so, okay. yeah, okay, uh, sure. after waiting two days, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to it, but all three of us have played it. So we'll, we'll, yes. we'll have opinions not just on E3 presentation, but on the game itself when we get there. Uh, first, let's start with some Final Fantasy XIV news. And there hasn't been an awful lot on that front. Again, we're kind of in the doldrums. We do know that now we're going to have a live letter on July 9th. Then we have, so that's uh, just a couple of weeks away here, a little less than a month. Then we're going to have the 14-hour stream, which we talked about on our previous show about a month after that. So we do have some stuff to hold us over. We're not really expecting a lot from any of those. Oh, excuse me besides uh, more interact- interaction with the community than anything else. 
Probably not going to be a whole lot on the info dump. But Final Fantasy XIV's been seeing a, a growth, just like every other game over this, this whole COVID uh, experience for all of us. But uh, maybe a little more than some others. Uh, and of course, with World of Warcraft's 9.1 patch being so far delayed from its actual, the actual expansion launch to the patch, some people may be exploring, looking for other things to play, and we do now have a date for 9.1, so that's good. You know, about two weeks from now, that'll be sweet. Uh, and a raid that. opening up after that, that's nice on the World of Warcraft front. But some, let's say, established uh, high follower World of Warcraft personas have been dabbling in Eorzea lately, Kronos. Uh, most notably, probably Bellular, right? Uh, he's been dabbling. He's talked about it on his, his podcast, uh, on his video cast. He's made a number of different videos on it. Made an entire video talking to basically the Blizzard audience. Not so much in a WoW sucks right now and you should really try out Final Fantasy. But he used Final Fantasy to try and explain his views on why World of Warcraft is struggling right now, what Blizzard is doing wrong, and why they really need to be aware of their competition, whether that be Final Fantasy or not. Things that they've historically done very well in the past, but arguably aren't doing uh, very well now. I, I gotta say, it's always interesting for me to see, I and this I don't mean the term negatively, outsider's perspective, right, when it comes to Final Fantasy. I like seeing people that I know understand the ins and outs of the business, the under, they understand the ins and outs of the genre, come and check out Final Fantasy for the first time. I like seeing that type of stuff. Particularly, I am a fan of Bellular, so full disclosure there. I do agree with a lot of things he says when it comes to World of Warcraft. So it's nice to see him and, and some of his compatriots enjoying 14, Kronos. Yeah, I actually watched that whole video, so I didn't really know who this guy was until about a week or two ago. Oh, well, um, I mean, you're not yeah. a WoW guy, so... I, I'm not a WoW person, yeah, yeah so I, I don't really play WoW. I, I mean, I played WoW for, like, maybe collectively six hours uh, in, like, two little small stints where I played, like, not very long. Um, and so I, I wasn't really aware. I know who Asmogold is. Asmogold's very, very big. Right. Um, but I, I didn't know who this guy was, uh, and his videos are actually really good. So oh, yeah. I started, oh, like, yeah. kind of watching them. And, uh, and, and it's funny, because we touched on this last week where we talked about how aware Final Fantasy is of, like, its competition, and, like... A lot of his video is basically talking about how like Blizzard's very unaware, um, and or like just doesn't care. Well, and making and, the uh, point that it, they weren't always this way, right? You know, we've made um, the joke before on other shows on if a game has a cool feature, WoW is eventually going to steal it, and now that yep. doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Yeah, and I think we've also made the same points like he made too, where like if it's it's healthy that if if both games are good, it's good for both games because they just steal from each other, like infinitely, right? Uh, which makes both games a lot better. So, I mean, I'm glad these people are coming over. Uh, it honestly makes more people talk about 14, gets more people in there. And, um, yeah, I think I think it's great. Um, I'm really, like, excited to kind of watch Asbigo try the game because I'm not really sure how much he's going to like it. Yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get to that in a second because I think that's a totally, like, a different beast. And, and people have yeah. kind of conflicting opinions on this one, to a, that one, to a certain degree. Uh, but first, uh, Tark, your take on Bellular's, you know, recent excursions in uh, in Heidelin. I've actually been starting to pay attention to him. Um, 
because I played a little bit of WoW uh, back in the day. Uh, so I really started watching Belial about three, four months ago. Hey, I didn't say the word. What are you doing? Come on. Anyways. Um, I'll give you your camera back. You say it again. <laughs> say it again. I'm taking the camera away. I, I didn't say it. Uh, so I, I'm liking his experienced but fresh take on 14. And also like that uh, he's got his show partner, Matt. Yep. Kind of is like a, a senpai to him. Um, kind of explaining some of the ins and outs and um, the way things are working. Because um, Billy Oler was talking about you know, running animation, movement animation, and it's actually just the way the animation works. It's not it's not actually a, a build-up in speed. Um, so I've been really enjoying uh, his take and all of his videos and clips uh, that he's been talking about 14 on. It's good to bring more eyes onto the game. Yeah, I mean, anything that brings attention to your favorite game, whether it's an MMO or not, you're probably going to view pretty favorably. Uh, no matter what game you're talking about or who is is playing, when you see high profile, high follower, mm -hmm. high subscriber, you know people looking at your game for the first time and generally reacting positively, it gives you the warm warm and fuzzies. What uh, some people though not so happy about uh, someone else that has decided to take a look at Final Fantasy XIV, uh, and that would be Asmund Gold uh, himself. Uh, Long-time World of Warcraft contributor. Long time. Long yeah. time. Huge following. Now, say what you will about Asmin or, or Asmin's uh, followers as a whole. Some people have opinions on both of those. I'm sure maybe we have opinions, and, and we'll give them there, too. Uh, Asmin has decided to finally check out Final Fantasy XIV. Now, Asmin's kind of been reluctant to do so. It just didn't hold any... It wasn't that he's like, that game sucks. He just wasn't interested you know with the bunnies yeah. the the lingerie type costumes the it that's just not his cup of tea right and that's totally fine there are people that don't like world of warcraft because they don't like the cartoony aspect of it not because oh that yep. game is shit um so that's totally fine but now a little bit of angst in the whole world of warcraft thing I, i'm interested to see where this goes now particularly that 9.1 in world of warcraft got announced today. <laughs> Faye left. Oh, no. Faye oh. left. Uh, so that's why the camera's lit. <laughs> Particularly now that 9.1 got uh, announced today is coming out on the 29th, how that's going to maybe change what I think maybe Asmund thought he had a little more time, right? I just wanted to put mm -hmm. the screenshot back up because until she turns her camera back on, Tark's a pony again. <laughs> um, I'm a pony. <laughs> you're a pony again. Oh, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, it might be interesting. But he's going to check it out. He wants to give it, from everything he said in the couple of videos he's done on it so far, wants to give it a fair shot, doesn't want to boost uh, his character, wants to play the story, is a little you know, apprehensive about some things, having to play through all of that story to get to what he wants, which is you know, the more raidy type content uh, and things like that. Uh, where we get into a little controversy though, Kronos, is that not everybody is on board with somebody of Asmund's profile and Asmund's fan base coming along to your game of choice. And, and I, I get that he's a, a personal flavor for some people. Um, sometimes I agree with him, sometimes I don't. Uh, I generally... Uh, I 
I find him humorous in some situations and in some not, and that's okay. Uh, I don't find him himself to be toxic uh, in general, maybe on certain topics, but you know, they're topics he absolutely believes in when, when you start talking about them. Uh, the, I think the concern from Reddit and from forums and places like this is more that the community he might bring or could potentially bring might not be the type of community that the Final Fantasy XIV gatekeepers would like to have come. So, I first off, I, I have zero issue with him playing the game. I actually think he should. I, I think, think it's awesome. I think it's, yeah. it's going to be great yeah. for the game overall. Uh, I think the people that are like upset about it, I think they have this idea that like somehow our community is all sunshines and rainbows, and that's just like super false. Uh, I mean, it's great. I love the community, but like there are you know that there are people like Asma Gold or even like his chat that already play the game. Like they're there, um, you know. It, they just don't come up as often, which you know is good. But it's not like he's bringing anything that doesn't already exist. And honestly, he's just bringing more eyes. And I think it's going to be awesome just to get his opinion. Like Tark said, it's all always going to be good to have other eyes on the game that like that are new, new eyes. Um, and so I'm interested to see. I personally, I'm one of the people that think he should probably just buy a skip. Because uh, I think for what he wants out of the game, I think he's. I'm really worried he's going to drown in ARR. I really am. Because um, like from the way he describes like WoW quests and stuff. Because I see I have like zero context for like WoW quests, but he he seems to say that like WoW quests are like all like they used to be really good and now they're not so good. And I don't really think questing in 14 is that great, honestly. Uh, but outside the main story, like oh you know if you're following the main story, the main story is great. But really, all you're doing if you're skipping cutscenes is going from like you know person to person NPC to right. NPC right and I don't really think that's going to be that exciting for him if he's not really caring much about the story and if that's the case and he just wants to play the in-game raids I, I think a boost might be the best thing just to get him kind of like where he wants to be um, but I don't think he's very adamant that he's not going to do that yeah which I think is oh, yeah. great um, but I'm curious to see how that works out for him yeah and even as longtime players I think all three of us you know we played you know, two of us played version one for hell, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. All three of us, I think, at this point would be like, if you're not invested, like invested and enjoying the story, the leveling experience in Final Fantasy, particularly when A Realm Reborn, and even with the the percentage squish that they put in and the the quests that they cut to try and streamline that now that we're a couple expansions down the road, that's still a slog. And Heavensward is still a slog. If you aren't invested in the story itself, that feels brutal to do. So as a new player, Tark, like you got to be invested in the story and curious about the story and want to learn about the story uh, and paying attention to the story. Or, yeah, I, I mean, it maybe doesn't leave the best first impression. It also differs from World of Warcraft and other MMOs in certain aspects where... You know, in World of Warcraft and other MMOs, you might hit a level and X dungeons at that level just unlock for you. They're they're yeah. in the duty finder and stuff. That's not the case in Final Fantasy where you have to... You, there are a series of, of dungeons that open up, but not necessarily once you hit the Heavensward and forward, not all of them, right? Some of those experts uh, at the time and things like that, those come from main or from side quests that add to mm -hmm. the duty finder. So it's not as... While it is super alt-friendly, I don't oh, yeah. think Final Fantasy is all that friendly, and this is coming from a number one fan, 
for somebody that isn't after a narrative of any type. Yeah, new players can be easily overwhelmed. There's so much that isn't just automatically unlocked. Um, if you don't know that every little blue exclamation point is something that unlocks something, you could just skip right by it. You can skip dungeons. You can skip uh, normal raids. I mean, the main story makes you do Crystal Tower now, so that's good. Um, but there's so much that you can pass over and miss just because you're trying to get through MSQ and get up to level 80. Um, so I, where Bellular has Matt to kind of guide him, I kind of wish that Asmongold also had someone um, that he could go to that could kind of guide him and what to do and what to unlock and what to get done. I almost wish that Asmin wouldn't have just wouldn't have said anything though. Like, and I understand yeah. why, right? It's a huge boon yeah. to, you know, followers and, and his audience and stuff like that. So as a content creator, you know, not nearly on his level as far as numbers, but somebody that understands that type of stuff, I get why he said something before he went and did it. It creates a buzz. We're sitting here fucking talking about it, right? But mm -hmm. I almost wish he wouldn't have said anything and just started playing, right? And just, yeah. you know, played it to his computer. Do it stream fashion, talk all you want, but privately at home, and then posted some videos of like his first 25 levels. Because I honestly feel like the poor guy's gonna just like get slammed on by a bunch of naked cats and bunnies as soon as he logs in. Uh, once people find out character name and server and stuff like that, Kronos. And that's certainly not going to help his experience initially. No. I pray that he doesn't start in Limsa. I pray for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think well, that's, that's the I thing. Think it's all about, about class, too. You know, and he wants yeah. he wants to play anybody that wields a two-hander. That's like, yeah, that's like that's, he wants great swords. That's the other thing, too. He's going to have to make it a Heavensward to play Dark Knight. Yep. Like he, he's not going to be able to. I don't know if that's going to bother him either. He, I don't think he knows that based on what I've seen. I don't think he knows that he can't play Dark Knight at level one, uh, which might be another reason to boost. But I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about like people logging in on his server and just like bombarding him. I, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's going to be bad. That's going to like just because. I mean, he gets like what like upwards of like twelve like ten thousand viewers, right? Oh yeah, I mean and he puts up a video on any him reacting to anything, and within hours it's got two hundred thousand views, you know, on YouTube the, and shit. The videoception between him and Bellular, like reviewing each other's conversations, yeah. has been hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty I've great. Loved yeah. It. yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. But yeah, I think totally pe people are going to even make characters on that server wherever he goes. Yep. they're just going to make characters and follow him around. I don't know if he's going to enjoy that. Yeah, I didn't, honestly, that hadn't even crossed my mind until just now, and that sounds. Yeah. I feel yeah, that sounds terrible. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm here to bring up the pressing issues in the world of Eorzea. Uh, I mean, I wish him luck. I hope he enjoys it. Just from somebody who absolutely adores the game and the Final Fantasy franchise and everything, I'd love to see him. You know, enjoy it too. Uh, I don't have any problem with him or his audience or whatever. Like you said, Kronos, it's kind of like whenever you start getting a lot of people together the number of asshats gets bigger. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. what we're all together for. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. right? the, the, the bigger the audience gets, the more asshats are in the audience. So, And welcome. All come, pay a month, and you know, enjoy and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Uh, I have extended. I mean, I don't expect him to take up this invitation, but I did privately extend an invitation through communication channels to Asmin. To, to come in and talk to us, even if we did it as a recording. 
uh, behind the scenes for for one of these uh, podcasts. So I'll keep you posted uh, on that. Let's oh boy, let's talk about E3. Now again, I've been talking E3 for a week. It's going to continue throughout the weekend here and on Mr. Happy's channel and on MMO Bomb tomorrow and back here on Saturday for more of it. So today, let's narrow the focus to just Square Enix's presentation, gentlemen. Just Square Enix's presentation. Uh, They had approximately, what, like 40, 45 minutes on day two of the event. Um and yeah, I mean we're gonna go individually over the announcements, but Tark, I'd kind of like what what did you think? We we kind of expected if we saw anything about fourteen, it was probably just gonna be a showcase of the Endwalker trailer for people that maybe didn't watch, you know, aren't the fan fest type audience. So maybe throw the trailer in there as an in betweeny thing between two announcements. Uh, sure. they didn't do that. Um, we thought maybe we would get something on 16, whether it was a little more extended trailer, whether it was a, even just a nod or a, you know, Hey, we're still working on it. No, that wasn't there either. Uh, final fantasy seven remake part two, all three of us, I think thought it was unlikely that we were going to see anything there besides maybe a splash screen for it in between some, now it it wasn't there at all either. Um. Yeah. So. So the big three yeah. that I was hoping for, you know, I knew there wasn't going to be anything for fourteen because we just had the. Yeah, we thought at best they would just reshow the yeah. trailer for a new audience. I was I was hoping for something sixteen. It's been nine, ten months since we've had the trailer or any talk about it. Nothing. Yep. Um. Like five percent chance we were going to get anything for uh, remake part two. Nothing. Um. The one I'm really surprised about is not getting anything for Forspoken. That's supposed to come in in January, I believe. Yeah. And we got nothing. Yeah, and so, now we know it's going up against Elden Ring in January. Yep. Oh, yep. yay. Yeah. Uh, well, at least on the current time slates. Uh, yeah. Jason feels that one or both will probably suffer from delays. Uh, the other one that I was surprised we didn't see anything on was Dragon Quest Twelve. Uh, I was absolutely sure that we were probably, you know, going to get like at least a character reveal or something. We got nothing. Like, and when I say nothing, gentlemen, I'm talking like they weren't even mentioned. Like, there was not a hey. There wasn't even a slide of look at what's coming in 2021 and 2022 and a list of product names. There was nothing. They were just totally absent from the entire presentation. Uh, honestly, Kronos, give me your kind of overview on their presentation before we start breaking down individual items in it. What did you think? Yeah, I can't say that I was really a fan. Um, it, like I, like Tark said, I thought for sure we'd get Forspoken News, and I was amazed that that just like wasn't there. Um, so, I mean... The thing is, is I'm such a big Square fan. There's definitely a few games they showed that I'm going to buy, but I can't come away yeah. from, like, this presentation and be like, man, that was amazing. Or, like, even, like, the hype that I have, the small hype I have for the games that I am going to buy isn't, like, super high. Um, so, like, they didn't they didn't really do anything to, like, remotely wow me. Like, I, I, felt, like, I felt like I had tempered my expectations, and I felt like they still kind of fell short of that. Okay, because I felt uh, the same I thing. I was I like... I don't expect a lot out of this, and it's still disappointing. 
I got to say as yeah. a whole, by the way, and I'm sure I'll make this point on MMO Bomb and on Happy's thing, uh, State of the Realm tomorrow. Uh, it, as a whole, I feel like E3 could have been two days instead mm -hmm. of four. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Working in 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 the like news reporting and, and journalism and on MMO bomb and then doing this stuff too, it has been exhausting. It has been an exhausting week. Talk to Jason, talk to Q, like talk to anybody that does the the type of stuff we do. It has been exhausting. Uh, and then trying to parse through what the hell Summer Game Fest was, how it related to E3. Were they the same thing? Oh, no, they're not the same thing. No. This is do and, and then getting news from them and then getting news from E3 and having it was it's just been exhausting. It's just been exhausting. And honestly, it didn't feel like Tark. It was worth being exhausted over. <laughs> you could. I I feel for you, dude. Like, I, I can't imagine being in your spot, um, having to cover three plus days when, yeah, it could have been a day and a half to two days. Um, there was no reason to stretch it out like they did. What do you think um, of Square's presentation? Uh, just meh. Like, I, yeah, I tempered my expectations. You know, I had hopes for those big three. Um, I didn't expect to really get much. But yeah, I felt I felt let down. I feel like watching the entire thing too, like if any one of the companies did just what you expected them to show off, like if you, if, Squ if uh, Square was going to take the stage and you said, what would you think that Square would show off at E3, Kronos? And you listed all those things. If they would have just done that, like even just a current trailer, hey, we don't have any news, but let's take a look at that trailer again, you know? Any single company could have fucking taken best in show. It was like every single company disappointed me, disappointed me. And I don't mean that from the entitled gamer, I want my games to be showcased at E3 standpoint. I mean that from, wow, this was just a boring ass show this year. And Square was probably one of the more boring ones for an absolute Square Enix fanboy like myself. So I can't I mean, imagine how boring it was for somebody that's just peripherally aware of Square products, Kronos. Yeah, they said they were trying to like focus more on Western titles or whatever. I don't know. They spent way too long on Guardians of the Galaxy. I know we haven't like talked about it yet. We'll probably get into it. But like No, let's start because that is where sure. they started and they used up about half of their overall yeah. presentation yeah. time about, about on minutes, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. And like I'm a big Marvel fan. Like, um, it's kind of funny that now Square is making a lot of Marvel properties, um, and I've managed to be on this podcast because I, I like both. I like Square and I like Marvel. But when they the two come together, it just doesn't. I don't know. I I can say that I feel like this looks like much better than Avengers at least right now to me. Um, I probably will buy it, but I didn't need to see it for twenty five minutes. Yeah, it was literally uh, half of their presentation time. Yeah, I, so, and then the other thing, too, is because Avengers existed, this probably isn't fair to Guardians, but because Avengers exists, it makes me kind of, like, standoffish about this game. Right. Where I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I will say that, for the most part, I thought it looked cool. I'm a little disappointed you can only play Star-Lord. Um, but it looks good, and I'll probably try it. I hope it continues to look better. The thing about a lot of the games they showed is, like, I feel pretty meh. But I'm probably going to buy a few of them, and I really hope that as we see more, they just they look better and better each time we see them. Is kind of how I feel. So I'm the exact opposite end of the spectrum as you, and I'm sure you're not surprised. I bought yeah. Avengers because it was a looter shooter. 
not, <laughs> and I'm okay with the Marvel and the Avengers and, and Guardians of the Galaxy IPs. I don't buy games specifically because of a comic book IP. I'm not just, I'm just not drawn to the material that way. But I bought it. That burned me. This more single player experience, obviously a different type of, of play style, you know, not the whole looter shooter live service type thing. This going in a little bit of a different direction, different IP still in the, you know, the Marvel universe, Guardians of the Galaxy though, instead of Avengers. This one, half of Square Enix's presentation, I could not have cared less about. It would have been impossible for me to care less. This isn't one I'm gonna buy. This isn't even one I'm gonna consider buying. It's not in my wheelhouse. I feel burnt by Avengers. And even though this is different, I understand that it's a different approach. It's a different team. It's you know, totally different. Uh, I just don't care. I do find it funny, by the way, that when they did the gameplay demo, they had frame rate issues uh, yeah. in their own demo. They had frame rate issues. And once again, we have the knockoff hero faces. I, I mean, I understand you got to pay the actors to use their likenesses and shit, but for God's sakes, can we stop this? Either go in on the big IP or don't pick one. Uh, it looks weird. It's distracting. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. So no, no, two, you're, you're right. Two opposite ends of the spectrum there. Tark, are you with one of us or are you right in the middle? I kind of feel right in the middle. Like the the faces, the character models, they don't bother me. I I guess maybe Avengers has trained me a little to understand that this is completely separate. So don't think of it in ah, the way of So like, Avengers the has trained you <laughs> Yeah, trained me to settle for less. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. To settle for less. Yep, exactly. Um I kind of get a, a feeling of Guardians of the Mass Effects Galaxy. Does that <laughs> ring any True to you. It kind of yeah. that's how it feels to me. How they're presenting it. Um, so you got a, a nice, tight, hopefully tight single player story. You can mess with it in different ways. You got character relationships, um, which they uh, established there. Um, the gameplay looks a little stiff though, so I'm not sure how that's going to be. Uh, I want to see more of the gameplay and the combat before I make a decision on if I'm going to purchase this or not. So it's a no from me. It's a yes from Kronos as far as like uh, purchasing it's, this. It's item. a reluctant yes, but yes. <laughs> and then Tark is a. I'll wait to see ACG Carrick's review. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then I'll, uh, make, I'll one of the best reviewers on YouTube, by the way. One of the best reviewers. Uh, so that was Guardians of the Galaxy, and we're halfway through Square's presentation. Right there, gentlemen, we are yep. we are done with half of their presentation. So uh, moving on. Oh, by the way, that was Eidos Montreal. So there was nothing on Tomb Raider. Fuck your 25th anniversary, Laura. Uh, no, yeah, you, get, you get nothing. You get nothing except these continued tweets about the Netflix stuff. Uh, then we move on a little bit, taking a look at the uh, Final Fantasy Pixels, the Pixel Remaster. So this is going to be Final Fantasy 1 through 6 being remastered in their 2D pixel forms. Uh, funny, because I remember saying, hey, do you think they took the 3D uh, or added the 3D to the mobile titles because they're going to do something with the originals? And I remember being told, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and here we go. So at least I got that one right, I guess. You did. Uh, you did. Here we go. <laughs> we don't know a lot about these ones. 
I'm going to show you an image in a minute of uh, RPG site kind of breaking down the sprite differences uh, on a few of the characters. So you can kind of see what the PS1 version of the pixel remake look made look like and what the sprites from these trailers that you're seeing right now look like. Uh, we do know that they will be sold individually. Let's let that sink in for a second. Yeah. <laughs> because I was stunned when I saw that. Uh, and that they will only be available, at least from the announcement right now, on Steam and mobile. Womp womp. That's it. The hits keep coming, dude. That's it. Yeah, people in chat did not know. Yeah, because they did not go out of their way to let people know that these were <laughs> gonna be sold individually. Individually. Now I assume at some point, right, they'll put out a, a bundle of them at some point. But if like, if these are more than $5, there's no way I'm buying these, Kronos. No matter how good they look. Like they can't be any more than $5 at this point. So we're both, we're talking about the same company, right? Yeah. Square? Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I agree with you. If these are more than five dollars, this are ripoff. I think it's going to be more than five dollars. For I really do. I really hope it's five bucks. I think five bucks is the perfect price if you're going to sell them individually. I think so too. Um, and then you 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 got that thirty dollar overall price point. Go ahead and bundle them up once all six are released at twenty four ninety nine. Buy five get one free type thing. But if oh my god, medic, are you kidding me? If they I hope price they're not these twenty dollars a piece. I will Something... set my pubes on fire. I mean, that is just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Something tells me it's going to be like nine ninety nine, or at worst fourteen ninety nine. That would make um, the whole thing a sixty dollar retail release. Yeah, exactly. It, it like I don't know. And then the other thing that kind of burns me a little bit is like this is like the perfect chance they could have put like the P all the content from like the PSP and like the stuff they added to the games yeah. back into the games again, yeah. and they they're not doing that. Nope. Uh, so that's kind of disappointing. And then, like, it, I feel like it's also, like, a weird sell to people on Steam that already have, even though I agree the, the sprite work on the Steam versions is not very good. Nope. But, like, I could already get the emulated versions basically for free. So it just seems like a weird sell. I'm not really sure, like, because, okay, so 1 and 2 are the only ones that don't exist on Steam at all. And then, obviously, like, 3 and 4 have the 3D right. versions that they renamed. So I just I just feel like... Three. I'm, I'm curious to see sales wise how three through six does on Steam. Yeah, it's uh, just weird. for those of you in, in in chat or watching on YouTube that didn't know they were individually, the only way you found that out was after the show via the Final Fantasy Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and that yep. was they said the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series sees the first six incredible adventures get a pixel perfect makeover. Each hashtag Final Fantasy title will receive individually will release individually and will be coming soon to Steam and mobile platforms. So that is the source. It is right from the Final Fantasy Twitter on that. And that is the only place you could find that uh, initially because I assumed when they showed it, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, that'll probably be a $30 purchase. I'll have six games. You know, that'll be cool. Then I was like, no. oh, my God, they're going individual. <laughs> that means they want to charge top dollar for these things, Tark. And then... It's only Steam and mobile. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you don't want to do PlayStation and Xbox, I 
I don't know what to tell you. You, you should, well, but maybe you don't want to. How is this? How how did this avoid the switch of all things, though, Tark? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I don't know. That that seems like a perfect place to put it. Um, but I, why it's not on PS5? I mean, clearly that system cannot handle these games. Right. Um, but back to the prices. Um, right now on Google Play, you know, one and two are eight bucks, and all the other ones are fifteen. So if they're going to do remasters... Yeah, but those are the 3D remaster ones. No, this is... um, Well, one and two are, you know, their original ones. Um, Yeah, they quote originals. Yeah, quote originals. Five to six, $15 each. So I'm expecting the same price points, if not more. So whip out that wallet. Whip out that wallet. (laughs) Nope. Um, Nope. The fact that this, which piqued my interest probably the most of the entire thing, only got 20 seconds versus the 20 plus minutes of Guardians Galaxy is just tragic. Yeah, I can't believe they called this a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was tragic. Yeah. Um, <sighs> my, my only hope is that down the road, they bundle it and put it on consoles. I don't, I'm not holding out hope. Yeah. If but also are... maybe this opens the window for, you know, if Dragon Quest 3 2D HD remake does well, maybe they start then doing that for these games. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, if these are any more than $5, I 100% will not buy them. Just I just won't. Uh, there's no reason. You know how I could play the Pixel Perfect version ones? Just play the freaking original ones. I have the Super Nintendo. I have the, mm-hmm. the, the Famicom, the NES here. I have HD cables. We'll hook them up. We'll make them work. I'll put the carts and the, uh, and the um, uh, imported cartridges in. We'll play them on this stream. Those are Pixel Perfect. They're the originals, the OGs. And you know what? I'll Engli- I'll even English patch them for you in case you've never <laughs> seen some of them and you want to know what the story is. If these are any more than $5, it's a flat-out no from me. Uh, when it's all said and done, if they want to bundle it up for $25, $30, I'll pick it up then. I don't know why... <laughs> Yes, this should be on the PlayStation so that I could put it on my freaking Vita. That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and remote play it from there. Yes, it should be on Xbox. But if you really wanted to skip those two because the audience size you think is not all that big for this, this was a... If you'd put it on nothing else, put it on the Switch. Screw yep, mobile. Exactly. The only reason I can see this product, Kronos, is because Square is desperate to break big in the mobile market. They are desperate to open those doors wider than they are right now uh, and become, you know, as big as like NCSoft and, and stuff like that in that that mobile market. And so, hey, our flagships, here they come. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's not to say they're not making mobile money. They, they are doing well with yeah. the few titles they have, but they are no NCSoft or, or anything like that. Yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with like these games already kind of exist there. So just throwing new sprites in them is easy work, and then you just resell them as a remaster. Because like, how hard is it really like in, in a sprite-based game that already uses sprites to just slap new sprites on them? I mean, right. it, it's work, but like it's not as much work as like porting it to the Switch or the PlayStation Store or the yeah. Xbox. They already exist on Steam, and except for one and two, doesn't exist on Steam, and everything already exists on the mobile phone. So, am I? The- I, I, I don't mean- know. Am I the only one that actually prefers the original sprites? I do. I like, prefer looking the at this comparison that uh, credit to RPG site, I'm not saying they look bad, but I like particularly look at for me the FF6 SNES one, the the Terra and the or and uh, Locke. 
and then the FF6 new that are ripped from the trailer that we just saw. Mm-hmm. I, I think the SNES ones look better, and that's you know not me being hypercritical. I'm all for this product. I just if you price me out of it, that's your own fault. And and I'm yeah. not exactly sure that it's an improvement. I I don't know. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the lock the lock one is the biggest difference to me. It playing that game, Locke was a thief and kind of a dirty scoundrel. This he looks all kind of cleaned up. It just it doesn't yeah. fit with well, him. The, yeah, the game's meant to be dark, and like it happened with the last set of sprites. Like they use these like pastel colors because they want to try to like make it look like Amano's art, and it, it just doesn't yeah. feel the same. Like I no. love Amano's art. I really I love it, but I also love the original sprites. So it's like it's a, uh, it's a weird spot for me. I like the idea. I like the idea of the product. I question the release platforms. I'm really sure that I'm going to end up questioning the price, and I'm just questioning like the art style. But they would have me at a reasonable price still. I just I don't think it's going to be mm-hmm. a reasonable price. I'm not willing to pay more even. than five dollars per title. Uh, I'm just not. But, uh, I have 16 copies of these damn things already. <laughs> I, I think you nailed it, though, that they're really wanting to push mobile. Um, because this is the first of the montage of all their mobile titles. They yeah, had this. It kicked it off. Um, they kicked it off. They, for that first soldier, they wanted to promote that. Uh, Brave Exvius. Uh, and then they also had uh, Reincarnation Show. So they were really trying to push their mobile section here. They didn't give any of them much time, but um, I, I think they're really wanting to make a push in the United States for that. I think refusing to launch on the Switch is one of the dumbest choices for this one. I That is a tailor-made audience, I think, for this. Like, I would even consider a slightly higher price point for myself I would, if yeah. I had the capability to get it on my Switch. So I'm right there with you. Same. I might go $8 per title, you know, for a $40, $48 bundle. Uh, to get it on my Switch. I'm not going to do it to get it on my phone. I don't care. And I'm certainly not going to do it to get it on Steam. No. Uh, Next up in the show was Life is Strange. Uh, I know none of us have been, like, super into Life is Strange. Uh, My son has been into the originals. I did see some stuff here that made me more interested in True Colors than when we previously talked about True Colors when it was revealed at their, what was it, their summer showcase or, or whatever it was in like February or March. Uh, particularly that this one's not going to be episodic. I I didn't like when Hitman was episodic. I, I waited. I'm a Hitman fan. I bought Hitman <laughs> 3 on release day. Hitman 1, I waited because I didn't want the episodic stuff. This game, uh, we ended up buying the originals after they were all released in a bundle because my son wanted to play them, but we weren't doing the episodic thing. They're not doing that here. I do like quite a bit of what is going on, what was shown off here. And this is maybe the only title that moved me from a, nah, I'm not going to buy it, um, to a, you know what, I might. I might buy that, uh, like, release week. I might. Tark, what did this one do for you at, at the E3 showing? Um, well, this and their announcement previously that they're going to kind of bundle the HD ra- yep. remasters of the previous two, yep. kind of an all-together package, um, really set me on the path where, you know, I might want to give this a try if they're all together. Um, I was I am not a fan of episodic in any sort of form or fashion. 
Um, because if you're done, you're like, okay, now I gotta wait how long for the next patch? Exactly. Sections like, uh, no, thank you. Um, so I'm gonna give this a try when it comes out, and I'm gonna start from the beginning and and see how it goes. Kronos? Yeah, I mean, this just isn't my jam. No. Um, so I I kind of tuned out when they started showing this because I kind of already knew that I could like. This is when you tuned out. Yeah. Well, like I tuned out to tune back in. <laughs> Like it's kind of like I, it's still it was still on my screen, but it, it this just just never like really grabbed me. So I really I honestly like didn't really pay it much attention just because I don't I don't really think they could sell me on it. I'm not I don't feel like I'm the audience for this game, and that's fine. Does I don't have to be. I didn't think I was going into it either. You know, yeah. I you know, I've watched my son play a little bit of some of the the originals, and the, that was it. And then when we saw this announced, it was like, yeah, okay, great. There's another uh, another life is strange. Uh, I got to admit. They've got a little bit of compelling, like, you know, mystery slash paranormal type stuff and the empathy being used as abilities. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's clever. I think there's something unique there that I do want to check out. I don't know if I'll check it out day one, but I'll probably check it out month one instead of a year and a half later when the bundle is released and all the episodes are in it. So... Tark, they moved us on this one. They moved you and I. Yeah, move, move the needle towards purchase. So yeah, little, your your E three presentation still sucked l my left butt cheek, but <laughs> yep. uh, moved me at, on you one. Did aspect. move a couple of people here. The next one we had up was Babylon's Fall. Uh, we knew that this was going to be showcased, or at least it was leaked that it was going to be showcased, and showcased it was in the form of a stunning trailer and a beta announcement, and that was it. Uh, because that's all they had time for because they burned half of their time on <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, another fantasy world type setting, beautiful looking game so far. Again, we're going by the few trailers that we've seen. We don't know a lot. This one was voiced over, so kind of set up a little bit of a story here in uh, this tower that was a beacon and then a blight and, and, and uh, is now in ruins. So... Uh, one I'm definitely interested in. It didn't improve my hype. It didn't diminish my hype. I did sign up for the beta. Kronos, have you signed up for the beta yet? I haven't signed up, but I'm going to. Um, the funny thing is, when they first showed this, I was like, oh, is this Final Fantasy Origins? Like, at first. Right. Because uh, they started going through it, and I, I was like, oh, maybe we're going to go through, like, all the dungeons and stuff. They showed, like, the fire, and I was like... And then, like, it would have cut back out. I was like, oh, okay, Babel, you know, it's the Yokotaro game. Uh, I'm excited for this. Um, I think it, it looks cool. Again, it didn't really move me. It didn't really move me anywhere where I already wasn't, like you said. Yep. Um, I really hope. I don't. Do we know if this is multiplayer? Because um, that's that's the thing. Because <laughs> if it is, that's um, that's badass. Uh, I mean, I don't need it to be, but it would be sick if it was. So the combat, the art style, what they all showed as far as how the game is, it you know, moved that needle up for me. And then they said the dreaded live service, and I'm. Uh, yeah. After Avengers and everything, yeah. I'm like, oh god, you got to be kidding me! So it is going to be a live service game, yes. And to answer Kronos, your question, it is multiplayer, yes. Okay. Uh, cool. However, they did make big points in like their press releases and stuff that came out after the show to talk about the ability to play it solo or group up with up to three friends, so party size four, uh, in a multiplayer format. So I, I would imagine they're trying to sell it kind of the same way that they sold um, Outriders, right? Uh, in yeah. that you could play it solo, but you could also play it multiplayer. 
either way, you're not missing anything. It's not like you're not going to be able to do things solo. So there's still, th this is very much in that Outriders path, except for Tark, what you add, this one will be live service, not like Outriders yeah. was just a, you know, a standalone box and that was it. It looks great, but the live service just, my God, can we move past live service for crying out loud? Like, uh, no, it makes billions. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not, we're not moving past it. We're not moving past uh. it. Uh, would you like me to get you some 2D remasters of stuff you played 30 years ago that you have seven copies of? <laughs> well, I already have seven copies, so I'm good. All right. Well, the eighth will be on sale shortly. Um, and then we have what was probably, if you were a Final Fantasy fan and you were watching this show and you had already seen, we didn't see 14 or 16 or this or this or this, the most anticipated, let's say, announcement, which was we discussed last week a leak about a uh, Demon Souls-esque Neo, uh, Neo slash Ninja Gaiden slash Team Ninja action-y Final Fantasy retelling the uh, Final Fantasy story from the original NES Final Fantasy. Well, we got the official confirmation that this one is called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. We had the Final Fantasy Origin part on last week's show. We mocked it already for now having an origin and an origins. Uh, Final Fantasy, but whatever. Uh, we got to see a lovely trailer on this one, and uh, then they surprised everybody by confirming that the game would be for PlayStation 4 and 5, and that there would be a trailer or a demo available, but the demo was only PlayStation 5. Uh, and that went live immediately following Square Enix's presentation. And was broke for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> or so they thought it was live. <laughs> or so they thought. Uh, turned out the file was corrupt. So yeah. downloading it onto your system resulted in a corrupt file that you then had to delete and wait for the correct file. Now, it did finally show up two days later. Uh, so not only did we see this at E3, but all three of us have had some hands-on time with it. Kronos, you said you only got a little bit. Did you find your way through the entire demo? Uh, I didn't, but I've watched people play through it um, past where I did, so I didn't, I didn't really okay. play too much of it. And I will say, like, I don't. You said you liked the trailer. Just, did you like this trailer? Uh, I have not given an opinion on the trailer yet. Okay, 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 okay. I said we I, saw I, the trailer. Okay, okay. I, th I thought you said like it was a good. Oh trailer no, this trailer but, uh, can die in a house fire. Yeah, this uh, trailer is terrible. This trailer, they they literally took. The like they went to Final Fantasy 15 comrades and they pulled the most generic character that you can make in that game and they stuck him in this game. And then the voice lines are like crazy cringe. I will say though, once you play the demo, it's it definitely is better than this trailer. Yeah. Um, like there are things there, there are ideas there that are a lot of fun. There are things, a lot of things they need to fix. But um, I think the idea is there, and if we could just like delete this main character. I don't and then like the allies are kind of weird too, but I, allies are the worst. <laughs> I'll say like <laughs> this trailer doesn't do it justice and I'm not saying no. this game is great no. right now, but this trailer is so bad. Yeah, do it's not so base bad. it on this trailer. The trailer is awful. The voice acting is just okay. The dialogue is horrendous. 
uh, to Tark's point of saying chaos 900 times in his opening, I know. which everybody thought they were the funniest, most clever dude and dudette <laughs> on Twitter replying to I Final Fantasy's thing being broken, saying, oh, it's chaos. <laughs> I, I, I just want to step the in. Memes are real. Someone, someone said, are the allies Donald and Goofy levels of bad? No, uh, they're, they're, worse. They're, worse. they're worse. They're worse than they're Donald and Goofy. Yeah, they're 100%. worse. 100%. Yeah, they're worse. The trailer I'd rather is have horrible. Than Goofy. Tark, did you did you beat the demo? I did not beat the demo. Um, ran out of time. Um, I like. I mean, the you game. didn't run out of time. Uh, you mean before the show? No, I ran the show. Well, you know, day job. Um, so I like the game. Uh, I want to play more of it. I'm going to get back into it at some point. The graphics seem just a little bit off. Like it's like early ps4 days i, I don't know I, they, they need to take some more time and maybe it was just you know that we're just in this dark gloomy grungy castle and we haven't seen more locations yet um it just doesn't feel like final fantasy i know we got the monsters and we got jobs um but i don't know just something feels off i can't place did my you, finger on it yet did you see the tweet that said uh it was corrupted because the playstation 5 can't handle playstation 3 games <laughs> Thought that was pretty good. Um, I did see someone put the <laughs> image of the the artwork on a PS3 uh, case. That was that was good. So, okay, this is gonna sound really weird. I'm about to tear into this game. Do it. Um, <laughs> I love it. Let's for, go. for a game that I will 100% be buying. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're sounding like this me, is, Mike. Keep going, keep going. Dude, this, this is, is Marvel's Avengers all over again. I hated this trailer. The trailer was garbage. I hate the characters. I absolutely... Their names, if you have not played or looked into this, their names are Jack, Jed, oh, yeah, and Ash. Okay? Jack, <laughs> Jed, and Ash. And when I you play the Jack. demo... When you play the demo, Jed and Ash yelled Jack as much as Jack in the trailer yelled chaos. It's annoying, okay? There are good things in this game. I sat down to play the demo going, I like Demon Souls. I like what Team Ninja did with uh, Ninja Gaiden for the most part, right? There was one or two that, you know, fell off the rails. There was a second, uh, or I like Neo and Neo 2. I knew what I was getting in here. Like, Tark, you mentioned this doesn't feel like Final Fantasy enough for you yet, but maybe that's because it's a limited view. I'm okay yeah. with that. Like, it had the Final Fantasy flavor, but I knew what I was getting into. We fought bombs. We fought a cactuar. We fought, you know, we fought some staples in the series just some for some nods. Then of course we're we're in Chaos's shrine, and then we're fighting Chaos question mark, right? I mean we all know it's Garland, and uh, we we like we, like we know what's going on. Now we w don't know what they're gonna do story wise here. Like, is this a reimagining? Are they gonna do a strict retelling of Final Fantasy One? Is this a prequel to it? We we kind of don't know that yet. I went in just thinking I'm probably gonna be okay with this game. About fifteen minutes into it. Uh, into messing around with it because I had to do some other things. I was like, damn, I really like this. I really like this. I like the, there. it is It is looter, grabber stabbery, right? I mean, you've got your commons, your rares, your epics, your legendaries. You can pick up higher level versions of the same thing you have on so that you can keep that type of stuff going. 
There is a job system that you are leveling up and skill trees and you get to the end of the skill tree and your your uh your mage becomes a black mage or your your sword master becomes a warrior and then you get more abilities. It's heavily combo based. It is heavily I started liking it, right? You got to dodge. You got to use your soul. You got to combo. You got to attack. The garland or the chaos fight, I should say, at the end is a long fight. It is hard. It is hard the way it should be for a Demon Souls-like game. All that said, the fucking main character needs to go. Just needs <laughs> to be scrapped. Just scrap that asshole and start over, please. The other two, I just want to play alone. I don't want them there at all. I do not want them there at all. They are an absolute hindrance in every sense of the damn word. And they don't do anything enough to counterbalance the fact that they are a nuisance. They are an absolute nuisance. When you are fighting chaos at the end, I am playing at range a little bit because I was using warrior and black mage. And so I would back off during certain sequences and let my teammates do battle and, and I'm just going to chuck fireballs and shit from afar for a little bit. But freaking Jed and Ash, like I can't tell sometimes where Chaos was targeting. I didn't know that I was about to be charged because in between me is Jed. And so I think Jed is the target. But Chaos goes right around Jed and comes flying at me. And they purposely get in your way. They're going to be dead in any meaningful fight within the first 15 seconds. Yeah. Sound in the first the They yeah, cannot the survive in the Chaos fight. And don't bring them back up because you need your potions. <laughs> no. Yeah. You, you have to use, use your to potions to bring them back up. Just let those bastards stay dead on the floor. I honestly want them removed. I honestly want them totally yeah. removed from the game. Give me a single-player experience. This AI is horrible. They're, like, if they also... If I could progress them down... tree, And maybe you can later. Right? I don't know. Maybe you can progress them down... tree. Give one of them a taunt. You know, it just... I don't know. Make them do something that isn't just get in the fucking way. Uh, the, the chaos fight was probably five times harder than it needed to be because of my AI. Yeah. And and being confused on where targeting was going and stuff. And it is a challenging fight. Don't I died a bunch of times uh figuring out the strategy I wanted to use with my black mage. I loved that. That's very Demon Souls-ish. I loved that. I love it in a Final Fantasy skin. The graphics are rocky as shit. They are rough. There is screen tearing all over the place all over the place the environment looks nice and you see this could be really beautiful this could be a it's not there yet but when this yeah. comes out if they've optimized it and done this could be beautiful it is like i almost wish they didn't release the demo yet because i think this mm. trailer and the demo if you aren't somebody like me that is like i already know i'm interested in this I also know I understand development and things like that. If you're just a generic consumer and you, oh, I like Demon Souls. Let me check out the fun. Oh my God, this is horrible. I'm not playing this. I hope there's going to be a lot of changes because despite everything I just said, I like where this is going. 
I just don't like where it's at. And I like where it's going enough that they are going to get my money. Day one, they will get my money. All right, rant done. Kronos, on to you. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I mean, I'm going to buy this regardless. I, I, Maybe the only one thing is like, I think the demo might have helped it a little bit because God, that that trailer, it's not selling anyone. No, you're not selling oh, anyone with no. that trailer. At least the at least the gameplay. If you like go in and the job switching stuff and like the blue mage e type stuff, that was another thing I was gonna say is like your allies when you try to like suck in a spell, just Ugh. always get in the way, and it's like the worst. Um, I agree. I think they should just delete them unless if if they're not gonna do anything meaningful, just get rid of them. I already don't care about them. Like just I don't know. I don't know. Neither um, did then, they. They're named Jed and Ash. <laughs> That's probably true. That's so generic. <laughs> oh god! I really hope they redo the main character too, though. Like he—he he just looks so. They all like they—they <laughs> they went. To, I'm telling you, dude. They went to Final Fantasy 15 comrades, and they just pressed X, and they got random. The, the, they random. just got the generic, whatever the most generic thing you could make. I love and the combos. I love the flexibility. I love the finishing moves. Yeah, I great. love the being I, able to steal spells basically yeah. off of enemies. Like there's so much good here, Tark. But Jack, Absolutely. Jack just needs to be scrapped and redone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and hey, yeah. put a female character in there. Crying out loud. Let me create a character. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let me. Let's it's a fucking character. warrior. You can do that in Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> It's a warrior, the of, warrior life. of life for crying out loud. <laughs> they didn't Put have in the names in life. one. Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah, they did. Warrior ninja, Jed's like we're the age. warriors of light that the prophecy foretold of, and I'm like I freaking hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I hope you lose. <laughs> the AI for the, for the companions is so bad that the battles are yeah. actually easier when they're dead. It, yeah, it is. That tells it you is. Is. exactly. And maybe they have a lot more to do further down the like in the game, but <laughs> at this point, oh man, you can get juggled something fierce in this oh, game God. too. Like somebody oh, yeah. knocks you down, you better pray that you hit X at the right time. Otherwise, you might be taking two or three more right to the face. <laughs> I hate bats, by the way. Oh, the bats! Really I loved stealing I the their supersonic enemy. ability though, and then going yeah, and think- using that. I think they were the hardest enemy in the game. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I love uh, uh, how you dealt with the bombs. Yeah, fire, fire right back them, make them explode. Bam, you're done. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And hopefully, I, Jack and, and Asher. I'm sorry, Jed and Asher <laughs> from the explosion. You can go on with that. It's very weird. I've never been like so hyped about something that I actually really haven't had a positive experience about. <laughs> Besides seeing what potential. it could be, what it could yeah. be, because the potential's there yeah. for them to Absolutely clean is. the stuff up. You're just channeling my energy. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The energy uh, of what? We're getting a Legend of Mana. If you have played on the PlayStation 1, the PS4 remaster uh, is coming. And that is actually coming next month. So we don't have all that long to wait. I actually really like the, the Mana series. A Legend of Mana is probably number two behind Secret of Mana for me. Um, so I'm ex- I, I I like that this is coming to the PS4. I wish it was a PS5, but backwards compatible, it'll be fine. I'll live. Yeah. You know how how advanced can you make the remastered graphics? Uh, yeah, exactly. I will say that they have been kind of hit and miss on these mana remakes, though. Chronos, I don't know if you've played any of them so far. I have, yeah, and I agree with that too. Like some have been much better than other ones, and yeah, I mean I'm I'm hopeful for this one too because I really like this one as well. Um, so I'll probably grab it day one with you. Um. 
But yeah, it's, it's it has been super hit or miss. Tark, you coming with us on day one, or are you not a mana guy? No, I'm a mana guy. I love Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana, Secret of Evermore. Two of my favorite games on the SNES. Um, Trials of Mana, I never got into. I didn't pick that one up, but I, you know, again, I I own Legend of Mana. It's over there. It's it's not sealed. I actually put it in a in a, my PS2 or PS1 back in the day, so it's not sealed. But um, yeah, I'm gonna pick up the remaster and, and give it a whirl. Uh, are we forgetting anything? I think we covered <laughs> all of it, right? We covered the entire. Show. We got the. Oh, there's uh, one more thing. One more thing. Guardians of the Galaxy, Pixel, Life is Strange, Babylon's Fall, Stranger of Paradise, Legend of Mana. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Our dead horse. Don't forget our dead horse. Oh yeah, Marvel's Avengers. You're still getting your expansion. Let's go Which on uh, to love it <laughs> or leave it. If you think I'm being mean on Marvel's Avengers there, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm literally just yeah. quoting what Square Enix gave you. Here's a trailer, <laughs> and you're still getting your expansion. That, that's that's it. I'm being mean by saying it might be the last thing you get. All right, gentlemen, love it or leave it. This is the segment where we uh, I give you one item from Square Enix's repertoire, whether it's a game, a feature in a game, a press release, or an event, or whatever, and you tell me you love it, you want more of it, or leave it and just throw it by the wayside. You don't want to see any more of it. I wouldn't be a show if I didn't say Square Enix's E3 presentation 2021 as a whole. Tark, love it or leave it. Uh, I'm going to leave it. The one word I would use is underwhelming. Kronos? Yeah, I'm going to leave it as well. I feel like they were only really one-upped by Capcom who showed like literally nothing. Um, which yeah, is also they came on, they showed one trailer, and that was it. Uh, and then they, they like, or no, that was that, Bandai Namco. Sorry. <laughs> and then that day basically had me think it's like, wow, Sony won E3 by just not showing up. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. I'm gonna go with leave it. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it too. I it was honestly, I and 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 I think Q said it best in uh, MMO bomb chat the other day. She was like, I just, I, it feels like this E3, everybody was like approached by the ESA to come and was like, we don't really have all that much, and they were like, just show something, and all the companies were like, okay, we'll show something. Uh, yeah, they just, begged. Yeah. E3 yeah. bag. They're like, please, could you give us something? I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it, too. Uh, my winner, by the way, if you want to know, was Xbox Bethesda. But if those two would have done separate shows like they have in the past, neither one of them would have won there. The smartest thing they could do was bundle that up into one show. Uh, and the biggest announcement was probably Elden Ring, and that didn't even happen at E3. That <laughs> happened at Summer Game Fest. So, Are you counting Nintendo in that list, too, or does that I count? I filled Nintendo I, yeah. for E3. I, yeah, I thought Nintendo's presentation was underwhelming too. Uh, oh damn! All right. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's some, again, like hype. Square, there are some things that I like about. I mm -hmm. definitely am going to buy Metroid Dread, one hundred percent. I like uh, Tactics. Hell yeah, all for it. But this is the year of the 35th anniversary for Zelda. We got a tease of the Breath of Breath of the Wild too, and that was it. Uh, the Metroid has its anniversary. Um, there are multiple just. They, they didn't talk about their their new system at all. Like, it was just underwhelming. To me, it was like Square. Yes, there were things that I want to buy and that I'm looking forward to there. But as a show, I feel like you could have done this through a 15-minute Nintendo Direct next month. It did At E3, it just felt 
uh, vapid for me. I know you were a fan, but that's because you got your tactics game. So you're like, Dude, I, I thought they forgot about that series. So I'm excited. <laughs> you are just like over. I the wish moon, it was a new game. Over not the moon. just a, a, a remake. I, it, it makes me hopeful that there will be a new game. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Jet, it sells well. Make sure you stay put. Right after the show, we're gonna go live to a stream with Miss Faye Death. How are you, Faye? Well, how about you? I'm good. What are you playing today? What are you What are you gaming? <laughs> No, we are gaming one more week in hell with the boys because I look like a dragon and that was too good to pass up. So, Yeah, and you want to jump back into uh, Outer Worlds now that the sequel was announced. What was your overall exactly. take on E3? Um, uh, slightly underwhelmed. I wasn't excited as excited for it as I usually was, and I didn't. I haven't really watched a lot of the actual presentations. I've just kind of been going off the news, and it's just kind of like, eh. But, you know. I, I figure with the, the world up in the air last year and everything, everybody's just trying to get their shit do back something. together. I, I can't blame them. <laughs> but I am excited tight. for Outer Worlds too. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Faye yeah. will be up right after the show here. Of course, we'll be back next Thursday with another Relic Grind. Remember, I won't be streaming tomorrow. Instead, I'll be on Mr. Happy's channel with uh, Mr. Happy and Sly talking E3. We'll uh, host it here on Ready Check Radio too in case you miss it. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, we'll be live on MMO Bomb, talking E3 there at 1 in the afternoon Eastern, twitch.tv slash MMO Bomb. And then Saturday evening, be talking some more E3 with Jason Winter and Yod right here on Ready Check Radio for Gaming Gumbo. Until we meet again next Thursday for the Relic Grind, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, uh, so same as always, Twitter. I've actually streamed a couple times uh, the last week. I'm playing through Advance yeah. Wars 1 and 2 again. Um, in celebration for them actually announcing a new game. Uh, new. Um, and then uh, I've been on, playing a lot of Guilty Gear, so if anybody wants to jump in and, and watch me play fighting games or Advance Wars, pretty cool. Tarkov. Find me uh, on Twitter, uh, Twitch Gaming, uh, Tarkov Gaming. You and wish. On <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, on Twitch at Tarkov Gaming, playing Persona 5 Royal and Final Fantasy 14. Also, find me here on Saturdays and Sunday night at Ready Check Radio playing near Replicant. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me on Twitter right there at MagicManWan, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so that we can tweet at you every time we've got a podcast or one of our volunteer streamers who I love dearly and thank streaming on the channel. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Later.